Hey, hey, hey! What's up, everybody? Happy Zombie Day! Hey! Coming to you from Gainesville, Florida. Uh, it's April 16th, 2017, in the year of our zombie. I hope you all are doing great today. Uh, I'm actually doing an, an episode with an actual other person. I am not talking to myself and rambling on about myself and all my first world problems. I'm glad you're all here joining me today. Uh, in the background, you might hear a little bit of something you might recognize. It's the Get Up Kids, Don't Hate Me, from the 4-Minute Mile record on the old-school record label Doghouse Records, which is still around. And, uh, and today, my guest is someone that I've known since he was quite the wee little lad, probably when these guys were recording the album. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and uh, that guy is Mr. Bradley Bullifont. Hello, hello. What's up, Brad? How you doing, man? I'm good. Man, uh, thank you for being here today. Of course. I finally got you on the show. Yeah. This is, uh, you're on the show ex almost one month exactly after I've interviewed Tom LaCrasta. Oh, really? It's almost exactly one month ago I interviewed him in his, in his apartment. Cool. I think it was actually March 16th. <laughs> no, it was March 14th. A band made a month. Mm-hmm. You'll have to do Andy Perez next. I already did him in New York a oh, year and okay. a half ago, remember? Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah. I remember that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that shows you how all my old bandmates have listened to every episode of my podcast. <laughs> Religiously. Actually, you know what? I understand if most of you don't listen to it because you've known me for the past 20 years, so you've heard my fucking mouth talk to enough. <laughs> you're so, like, I don't want to hear this guy. Yeah, or you're kind of... If on. you don't listen to my podcast, it's because you've known me for a long time, most likely. <laughs> I would gather that. And if you have known me for a long time and you listen to it... You're a glutton for punishment. <laughs> well, if you start doing more video stuff, you can wear a speedo. Maybe well, no, I mean, I mean, that's why I'm getting the hair ready and you yeah, know, getting the yeah. tan together and gonna uh, get my teeth whitened and looking sharp. Yeah, there you go. Got a little chip in the tooth there, like I'm a <laughs> British. Well, that's kind of cool. Pulled again. You probably keep that. Look at that, my name's Bob. Hey, what's, uh, what's going on? Don't kick my ass. I'm gonna interview you. You know, talk about <laughs> punk rock. Punk rock. Yes, yeah, talk right. about punk rock. But um, Bradley Bullifont is actually down for the weekend. He's been up in Greenville, South Carolina, doing some stuff with solar panel-y work, which he's been doing quite a bit off and on for over the past 10, 12 years. Yeah, since about 2011. I thought you did but start general, solar I was way kind before, of working like, in the in sustainability and kind of focused on yeah. organizing like some sustainable-focused events yeah, and okay. things like that. But, um, but yeah, then actual, like, kind of project development stuff in yeah. 2011. Okay. So before that, you know, it was like a little more expensive. It wasn't really um, something that would, you could be able to kind of scale at that point. No, so. totally. So uh, um, I guess we'll start from the beginning. Where, um, are you from Sarasota original? Sarasota, Florida. So you're an actual, you were born in Sar SRQ. Yeah, I'm a Sarasota, no, no, I was born in Clearwater. Okay. But I moved to Sarasota at uh, like two and a half. So years pretty old. much you, yeah. So mm -hmm. okay. So you're Sarasota kid. What whereabouts in Sarasota did you grow up? Like what area? Uh, Stickney Point, CS, you know. Yeah. Like right near the intercoastal. Okay. Like over by the old Golfgate Mall. Yeah, yeah, out, yeah. You know. And uh, so that means you uh, what went to. What elementary I school? Out of door academy. Oh wow! On Siesta Key and then Dude, I used to play soccer Catholic. against you, against those guys. Really? Yeah. 
ODA. Yeah, they, there was a lot of soccer over there. Yeah. So, so you said outdoor academy, and then and what else? Incarnation Catholic. So you oh, so you did a lot of very privatey Catholic school stuff until what? Middle school or high school? Uh, till till uh, middle school. Then I went to Brookside. Okay, so and we both Riverview. went. To, and you went to your first year of Brookside was what? Nineteen. Nineteen ninety. Okay, so the year I graduated high school. Yeah. Okay. You'd have been like pushing me around or something. Probably. You know. Hey, yeah. Shit. What are you doing? Oh, no, probably not. Yeah, <clears throat> But yeah, yeah, that was that was Brookside Middle was a little rougher, but you know. Yeah, it's, uh, that's definitely I could say that, uh, that they're not as nice as Catholic school kids. No, you know? no, they're not. <laughs> no, we weren't. I'm like, hey, how are you? Give me your lunch money, and uh, not really. Oh, that that good. No, I used to get beat up at Brookside. I, it's if it happened, it happened. Believe yeah, me, it happened yeah. to me. So. <laughs> There were ne it was never a lack of ass whooping for Mr. Jason Kogar yeah, at Brookside, yeah. for sure. Yeah, man, I remember like not taking the bus some days. You know, you end up just biking to school. You're trying to avoid, avoid some hooligans. Oh yeah, and, totally. You know, yeah, I think it was just one of those things. Like maybe kids upset at their parents or something that they, they just, just wanted to, to beat on, the shit out of yeah, everybody for yeah, some I don't reason. Know what it was. And Sarasota's pretty. Usually, place, I mean, so. I don't want to be offensive and offend anybody. It's usually gingers, but whatever. I don't want to say nothing, but <laughs> I'm not. I'm not saying anything. But those were usually the bullies that we dealt with in the eighties. A lot mm. of freckles and really orange hair. <laughs> They were the angriest ones. They had, that's why they, they made that mean, movie. Mean Irish that's parents. Why they made, that's why they made that movie Problem Child. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. man. Yeah, Redhead. Red little ginger. Yeah, you get the redheaded stepchild. Exactly. Chucky. I mean, Chucky. See? Yeah. Never a good thing. It's always evil redheads. It? They get a bad rap. Yeah, man. Unbelievable. So, yeah. But Sarasota was nice. Yeah. Nice. It was, it was awesome to grow up in a town that was, like, pretty progressive. And uh, open-minded, um, you know, there's a lot of, like, people, like, pretty spiritually connected and artsy right. people. And, you know, we had a cool indie movie theater and yep. a great music scene. Yeah, we were lucky enough to, that the, you know, besides, like you said, there, besides the, the norm conservative conservatism that, that Sarasota had, there was, yeah. a, there was a cool artistic side really to it good. that... Yeah. That that you wouldn't expect, but mm -hmm. I think we were lucky in the fact that the artistic aspect of Sarasota was there before the conservative stuff ever even moved yeah. in. John Ringling. You right? know, so yeah. yeah, I think the art stuff luckily was there prior yeah. to that. I mean, well, yeah, Sarasota would have been a different town, I think, if it oh, would have yeah. been just started up. Well, parts of it were considered the 10th segregated city in yeah. the United States. Yeah. So even was... up to 1990. <laughs> no shit, really. Oh, wow. yeah. Jeez. But yeah, it's it's uh, even still today. I think they're some... they're they're pretty rated pretty high. Really? Yeah. Wow. Newtown. Wow. I mean, it's still the same kind of look down there, bro. Really? Yeah. It's still the same kind of look, you know. So I think I mean it's gonna be that way forever, really, until mm -hmm. until until somebody says something like stands up and is like this is kind of fucked up. It is. You know, is. like we can we can end this shit now. Yeah. It's time. It's time for this to be over with. Mm -hmm. You know. Yeah. This is silly. We're we're just we're just we're just continuing something that doesn't need to be continued. Here. I think it's just it's stuff that resonates a little more in the South. I see it in Greenville too. You know? Yeah, it's totally. Just, you know, it's it's like the 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 kind of the subtle life of uh, racism and segregation that kind the of South lives, lives on in the undertones of society, and it's you know I I I hope and feel that that will will change. Oh yeah, it'll it'll, it'll 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 burn itself out for sure. Yeah. 
I mean, hatred always does. So, yeah. be, from the artistic side, I knew I knew you were someone who was. Uh, um, did you? I knew you rode in high, like did rowing in high school. Did mm-hmm. you play other sports? Like, did you play sports in like middle school or anything like that? Or did you do anything? No, like not soccer really. or anything? Did I you get soccer it? in like you know elementary school? Right. Um, for the Cobras. Okay. Know? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we were pretty awesome. Uh, <laughs> I was on the meteors. I was oh, on the really? meteors. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, man, that was that was fun. We used to play the siesta sharks all the time. Really? Yeah. <laughs> Hated those assholes because they had these two twins, of course, that you know that were like the best soccer players. They both had matching, you know, yeah, they were the yeah. total just douchebag, blonde, yeah. curly hair, yeah. siesta key hey, kids. My name's Chet. What's up? Yeah, I'm Chet. I'm Chad. Yeah. Chad and Chet. Yeah. You know. <laughs> Like, really, you had to name them that close. Yeah. Chad and Chet, really. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, so, yeah, no, I didn't play much sports until, yeah, later, half, the latter half of my high school. and then. But I started playing bands when I was in, like, ninth grade. Okay, so, yeah, so what was your first instrument then? Drums. So, always drums. drums. Yeah, I was, you know, so in, like, seventh grade, some neighborhood friends of mine were going to start a band um, called Shadows in the Dark. And uh, <laughs> we, I was supposed to play bass. And my other friend was supposed to play drums, and his parents wouldn't let him get a drum set. So I got the drum set, and uh, we started. But I was—I wanted to like even like when I was in like kindergarten, first grade, I wanted to play the drums. So you could do your. Was, what what was, was it? What was the first? What was the first thing you saw band-wise? Then, since you said that, what was the first first? What do you? What's your first memory of the band that you saw? That you saw this drummer, and you're like, holy shit, that's. Because I could tell you when I was a kid, the first time mm. I wanted to be a drummer. Yeah. Was the first time I saw Peter Chris on TV for kids. Yeah, yeah. That was the first time I wanted yeah, to be a drummer. Yeah, he was pretty, pretty impressive. Uh, I mean, for me, it was everything because that yeah. came with Kiss. You know, uh-huh. I was, I mean, you're looking at 19, I was like five years old when they were super popular. So, yeah, I mean, like, yeah. I, when I saw that, I was like, I want to play rock and roll. Uh-huh. Like, that was the first time I remember saying, yeah, I'm going yeah. to be in a band someday. I don't uh-huh. know when, how, when. Yeah, I don't in know my if, five it was, year old brain. if it was like seeing a drummer. I mean, kind of growing up in in the 80s, there was definitely like a lot of rock drumming and things that I, I liked. And um, I actually really liked a lot of West African like drumming stuff um, when I was in like fifth and sixth grade. Right. Um, but I, you know, I grew up listening to like, you know, some of my dad's records, like Deep Purple, Machine Head, and yeah, you get and the classics, the swing, and, you know, just yeah, like yeah. total kind of mix of some stuff. But you so, know, was just, your dad a big record collector or something? Was he, he really he into was. records? Yeah, yeah, he worked at a hi-fi store, Sounds Unlimited, like in the seventies. So you so always he was, he was had music going then. Yeah, we probably. always had vinyl, and you know, he's still. I think I have some of his stuff, but he's got. Um, probably like four or five crates of records. So yeah. is so so that's probably where your your introduction to music. Yeah, yeah. It was definitely him and my mom were always listening to something. You know, um, it was a lot of like I remember Steely Dan was one of the artists, like the record Asia. Yeah, like, yeah, very popular. That was a Kansas, favorite of mine. America, too much Kansas. Bruce Can't Springsteen. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah. And then they're like, yeah. I sailed the waves down in Africa? Bullshit. <laughs> Have you seen the Cape? That's a hard shit to sail, man. Yeah. Yeah. It sinks a lot of ships. <laughs> It's a song. It's a song, yeah. man. It's 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 not. It does. It's, it's, it's a metaphor it's for, for the waves of emotion life and, and life yeah. hitting the rocks of your soul. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, totally. But so uh, so you so you so of course you got so you so your parents probably around the same age as my parents and maybe a, little, a couple years younger. So you you like you said you had Steely Dan. You probably. Then had Zeppelin playing oh, yeah. in the house, Super yeah, Tramp always. The Who, the Who was a big band, and yeah, uh, yeah, Michael Jackson. Oh, see that? Like my mom uh, was a big. She did the Michael Jackson like when Off the Wall came out. Mm -hmm. Like that was before yeah. Thriller, which uh, to me yeah. Off the Wall is a better album than Thriller. Yeah, well, they're they're two different they're two mm -hmm. different things. Yeah, yeah. Thriller yeah. is a full on pop pop radio record. Yeah, Off the Wall is a, in the club. <laughs> Mm -hmm. Dance your ass off out. Yeah, yeah. It's two totally different. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. that's how I differentiate between those two albums. <sighs> yeah, yeah, totally. One, one is him for real. Mm -hmm. Him in the funk of of dance. Yeah. And the stuff that he always wanted to do. And then next was when rich people were like, "Here's a lot of money. Let's do it this way." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, okay, we'll do it that way. Uh, Don't let us burn your hair in a commercial. Yeah, but uh, <laughs> yeah, that was uh, that was. It, I had a pretty good mix of music. music I, I, so was, I loved everything. That's I mean, good. You know, my the first record I bought it was a cassette tape in 1986. Was licensed to Ill. Um, I really always loved hip hop from a young age too. Right. Um, well, you were at the so, right age. For that. Oh yeah, you're at yeah. the perfect age. It for was. That. I mean, that was kind of the birth of it around yep. then, and well, a little before, but you know. I it mean, was, and uh, that's like, you were like 14 when that album came out. Then. No, I 14 was... 14 or 15, because it came out in 86. Yeah, I was like six years old, seven years old. Six or seven. Oh, shit. So, yeah. damn, so long. I damn. bought it, I came out in 85 or 86? Yeah, anyway, I bought it in first grade, in 86-ish. Wow. So, yeah, I was like, girls in the bathroom. <laughs> what does that but, mean, Mom? Uh, no. <laughs> I knew it meant something dirty, but, you know. Yeah. Um, like because it's in the bathroom, of course. It's yeah, like dirty. I know they're pooping. Yeah, <laughs> oh, <I'm just> <laughs> it's so shitty in there. <laughs> so, yeah. well, so then I guess you, so you love music. So, um, I guess so. What year was your seventh, eighth grade time period? What would that was like that ninety. Be? So you were definitely uh, sixth grade was. was so you were definitely going out. So when did you start going to like local shows in Sarasota? I, my first show. What was your first one in Sarasota? Well, yeah. Probably in ninth grade, really. Um, let me see. There used to be shows at Buana Bob's. Right. Where that's uh, that was one venue. Let me see here. Uh, Oompa Loompa was the thing at the some of those first the shows. The big festival. At, yeah, at Ringling. Well, so you had uh, to have seen the Hot Water Music vent. Oh yeah. Oompa Loompa. Oh yeah, they were a huge influence on me, musically and everything. I remember one of my my first band, Brimus. It was like this really bad like punk band, and we had stupid like jokey kind of songs, you know. Ice cream and and uh, we played a show. It was like a big show, and like Vent played and, and Hot Water played, and we were like one of the earlier yeah. bands to play, and, and you know we 
We went through our set and it sucked. I had to use this other drummer. It was like a bad metal band called Torque. Um, yeah, I remember Torque. Yeah, with I remember Brad, Torque. The singer oh, Brad. Then you'll see, yeah, he was worked at Publix. Yeah, he was an ex Nazi uh, skinhead. Oh, yeah, okay. Well, I didn't know that. Yeah, he was. Uh, he was. Uh, the joke between me and him was uh, he was in retirement. Yeah. <laughs> like, that was the joke we always. It's a Sarasota, it's a Sarasota ex Nazi skinhead joke. When, wow. When you walk up to each other, you go, How's retirement going? And they were like, The priesthood's going pretty well. You know, that's kind oh, of. Gosh, crazy. Well, I mean, it's because we don't do that. I mean, like, we both, like, when he got into it, when I got into that stuff in Sarasota, we were both young. Mm -hmm. Like, I was only into it, like, with, like for like a year and a half. So I was like 15, 16. Yeah. That was it. Yeah. I got myself out of it just like he did. He just figured it out and knew, like, it was, that's not the way to go. And that's wrong. we started hanging out with those people. And it was, yeah, yeah it was fucked up, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So that's when we, and we both pretty much came to our own thing. So there's kind of like a lot mm -hmm. of people who were in the bonehead scene, you know, a joke is between us is like, you know, how's retirement? You know, it's kind of like when you leave yeah. the mob. Yeah. Because it's, you're kind of, honestly, you're kind of lucky if you get away, if you're in with some serious people back then uh -huh. to get away. You're, you're lucky to have gotten away without getting hurt. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, for leaving, gosh, man. You, I've heard. I remember hearing about. Because you're not, you're not supposed to leave mm -hmm. when you start hanging out and doing that kind of stuff, and you, yeah. you know, you you hear what they do, and you see all the, the laws that they break, and you see all the illegal stuff that happens, and mm -hmm. a lot of illegal shit. Yeah, yeah. You know, and yeah. so it's like, wow. But so like that's retirement. You know, mm -hmm. you got we moved on, we got out of it. But then you know, it's like, but that was just one of those things in Sarasota. So I mean. I could only imagine. It was probably you probably didn't have to deal with too much of that. But when you guys were playing no. by that time, it was probably a little bit chiller. By the time you guys started having shows and stuff. Yeah, I mean, I think I remember seeing a, a, some kids. There was a few, like a little kind of a a few kids around that were were into that. But I definitely, definitely, I don't, I don't even know their names, man. But I stayed, I, I definitely stayed away from them. Uh, <laughs> that's good. <laughs> But yeah, so anyways, we played the show with them, and we our band, we broke up because of Hot Water Music. Oh my god, we, why we, would we you We finished, watch? and then they played right after us, and we were like, we suck. <laughs> and we're like, pretty much the next day, we're like, guys, we, we can't do this. We gotta do, we gotta, we gotta really kind of do something a little more seriously, like... If, the shit we're doing is a joke. Oh, it yeah. had that much of an effect it on did. It did. It did. And for like a day, we were like, oh man, you know, like we had people coming to our show. There was like girls coming. And, right. You know. We were so psyched up and then the yeah. guys But then, playing. you know, next week we were like, all right, let's yeah. do it. You know, we, we started a band called Half Inch Holiday. And uh, that was fun. Not that was like a oh, horrible name. We, we put names in a hat, just random things. And like, I like Nine Inch Nails. So I was like, okay, I'm just going to do H-I-H, you know, whatever. We threw that, that was one of the little paper things in a hat, and we we, we picked the, the thing out, it was H-I-H. I was like, oh, shit, well, what are we going to call it? And we're like, well, how about, you know, whatever. H-I-H For some reason, cool. Half Inch Holiday was the name. I thought H-I-H just alone is fine. Yeah, it could have been. been. Probably should have been. H-I-H is yeah. kind of neat. So anyways, we had a horrible name. Because it's almost like a reverse, but, a, a mirror of its own yeah. thing. So. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, so there it is. Just think of the artsy little 
Our boy was there. Next little Nazi skinhead was there. You could have figured that out. Oh my goodness. Yeah. With his pink shoelaces and his dogs. <laughs> Seriously. Well, so we just did that, you know. So half inch um, holiday started. Yeah, yeah. And that was like, that was one of the, we started doing a lot of shows and we got to open up for a lot of great bands at like the State Theater and stuff. It was like a pop punk kind of, yeah. you know, melodic stuff. This was like, I guess, 94, 95. And um, we had a good time, you know, it was really great. That was the other bands we played a lot with were the doses yeah um that was like you know our first show was with the doses and my friend justin arnold's garage cool his parents house and had a little house party nice house thing. show yeah it was awesome and uh the way a lot of people did it back then yeah the way you had to do it in sarasota really yeah yeah so right? we, we did that and you know played for i don't know probably something like eight months or something and you know i think uh one of our final shows was Ed Smith Stadium to about uh, 200 kids. Uh, somebody put on a show there and had the parks department set up the stage and it was just like a concert in the Ed Smith Stadium. Kind of like when we did the awesome. Ernie Ball Music Man yeah. thing. Just yeah, something like that. Like you know? <laughs> but that, but it, was, it was a great time. It was definitely like my first time playing and doing shows like pretty so, regularly. So how like, did you so how did you get into drums then? You just got a drum set and just started playing. Yeah. Yeah. I started uh, So pretty much how I was I, into metal. So pretty much how what drummer. I did with bass is what you did with drums. Yeah. Yeah. You I just actually bought it and started playing. I took playing. a couple lessons uh, from a guy, one of my mom's friends. He was a drummer and so I came over one Give day. Give some basics. Yeah, just let me mess around and kind of work on my first beat and then um, it wasn't until and you played that first beat for later. twenty years. Yeah, right. <laughs> I only learned one beat and like a couple drum fills. Douche, that, douche, douche, that, douche, that, douche, 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 That one, you know, it's and everyone knows that shit. Come on, I know that drum beat, man. I'm forty-five. I could do that drum beat. I might even get the timing right on the pedal. Yeah. <laughs> Every once in a while, when I'm messing around and playing, I'll just I'll, I'll do that. So funny, favorite so. one to do. So you did drums. Oh, yeah, I was. So the, half inch holiday, and then who was the what band was next? And then a band, something inside, and that that was like we had our <laughs> you and your sexual. Yeah, you know, that was like a post hardcore band. That was our first record that we had put out, other than just recording tapes and releasing. Who'd you guys? Where'd you guys record at? Um, Did you guys record at like a with place? Rick in, Duncan. Yeah, yeah, I remember Rick. Yeah, yeah, big reverb snare drum guy. <laughs> Big hair. I mean, yeah. he was that was his style. In the garage, right? You can walk uh, into the front. Yeah, I was at his house. his house. Yeah, I was in a garage. You can walk. Yeah. It, the house turned mm. into a thing. You walked into his that yeah. front door right there. Yeah, 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 yeah. Remember being so drunk there all the time. So yeah, we we and did fossil recorded there. Oh really? <laughs> <laughs> some of my bands, some of the other band, Half Charlie, we recorded there. Too. A lot of bands in Sarasota. And then with uh, um, Dan. Uh, oh crap! What's his name? The punk band from Venice, uh, Dan Destructo. Yeah. Um, shit, what was his band? Well, anyways. Um, but yeah, so we recorded with Rick Duncan and Tony Refugiato put out the record. It was Refuge Records. Yeah. Which was, he was the guy who owned, he was a partner of the State Theater. He owned Daddy Cool Records. Yeah, yeah. 
So, so he started all the Hello, way. Daddy Cool. Hello, Tony. Hello, yes. Tony, Daddy Cool. Sorry, uh, yeah, we sold out of buzz oven. You know, no, we what? don't have any yellow manic panic anymore. No, we no. stopped carrying manic panic. Yeah, he was cool, man. I, I lived in that neighborhood behind Daddy Cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, when I was little, I mean, I would just drive up to the record store or bike up there, you know. And hang and, out there. And, yeah. Just discover music, you know, like you hear stuff playing on the radio. What's that? And, you know, Tony. That that's was, the that he was, was like the kingpin of culture in, in get, Sarasota he was. for records. I and mean, music. luck. And it sucks that he had to close the record store in Bradenton that he had to because that was a cool record store. Oh. He had one up in Bradenton. Yeah, I remember that. I, I never. It was really... it was off of North. It was off of Bradenton Drive, I think, like yeah. north, like toward. Not toward, close to the beach, but closer to 441. Yeah. Or 4444, yeah. four, 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 whatever mm -hmm. it is. And, uh, yeah, no, I love that. I mean, he could get you anything. Yeah. I mean, he got a screwdriver record. Jeez, that's crazy. He would order those. I remember those seeing you. some of that stuff Yeah, he, there. Would, he would carry oi music there. Wow. Crazy. He would carry everything. He was, yeah. he was British. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they had that shit <coughs> over there. Mm-hmm. You know, that's where he ordered it all from, England. Yeah, for yeah. fuck's sake. But he had his equal share of the fucking anti-racist fucking skinhead stuff, too. The yeah. sharp skin, the Trojan Records stuff as well. So no. it's like, yeah. he had everything. Yeah. I mean, he had Gigi Allen to fucking... Gigi mm -hmm. Allen, Jen and the Jenna Tortures. Like, yeah. all the crazy... Yeah, man, Jenna Tortures. I had their... I bought their record from there. So yeah. you recorded an album. Yeah. Your first album. Tony put it out. Yeah. How long was that band together for? That was probably maybe six months, and that was uh, uh, Jay, Jay Friedman, um, Gio, man of many names at the time when we were young. <laughs> he always changed his name. Um, Josh Prowler and Jason He knows you Prowler. just can't change your name. And what's that? Yeah. He knows you just can't change your name. <laughs> just can't change it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you, have a fucking, you go through some nicknames. You have a social like, security yeah. number. You just can't yeah, yeah, that stays the same. <laughs> but uh, just remember, you're always that person to mm -hmm. who's most important to. Yeah, yep. <laughs> and that's the tax man. <laughs> well, as a minor, I guess he didn't care. No, he didn't give yeah, a shit. It was punk rock. So six know. months. So why did so so second band six months? Ah, what did you do after that? What I was moved the, to Gainesville. So that was oh, that was shit. like ninety seven, and then uh, I started going up to Gainesville in like ninety five. Yeah. There was a uh, man. What was the super show? It was uh, Jimmy Eat World, Hot Water Music, and um, oh crap. Oh. Is that the cover the, dish? I know you're mineral. About. No, yeah, it was yeah. at uh, at uh, what you might call it upstairs at. Uh, Oh my gosh, oh, not the download. Fucking, yeah, yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. Freaking, the, the arcade bar now. Yeah. It's the arcade bar. I know what you're talking about, though. How oh, yeah, I... the big shove. Mineral and all the... Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Was it Braid? Braid may have played. It wasn't Mineral, the Ghetto and Kids. And one of Tom's favorite bands. The Ghetto Kids may have played, too. Like, every awesome band. Promise Ring played. It was, like, all the fucking yeah, awesome, that, amazing... Yeah, yeah. The bands we all love were all playing there, and I drove up from Sarasota with... Justin Arnold and we yeah. hung out. Or maybe that was Stefan Basic. Anyways, it was awesome. Uh, no, it wasn't Stefan Basic. But uh, yeah, and then we, we go up to the Alachua Music Harvest and camp out and sneak backstage to meet the artists and stuff. Yeah. And, and when I finished school at Riverview, I moved to Gainesville. You know? And so, like, you. 
you knew Gainesville was the next step, like mm-hmm. right, like for a while, for uh, two years. You so two years prior to moving to Gainesville, you knew this is where you wanted to end yeah, up. Yeah, I mean, I pr- had a. It probably wasn't until a year, you know, maybe yeah. a year before. Yeah, you were I was definitely like, for sure though. Oh yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And when and I had other friends from Sarasota moving up to go to school, and, which helped. And so, do you think? So what? So do you think that that show was probably the the, the show that sealed the deal for you for Gainesville? Um, that was the first show, or one of the first shows that um, was just kind of exposed me to Gainesville, and then um, and then also going up to the Alaska Music. I think it was the Music Harvest that I went up to first. Yeah. You know, coming to a town where. You know, in Sarasota, we have a little scene, and you know it's fun. But this was like the next level of a music scene, so it was it was definitely a place that was really intriguing to me. Yeah. Um, you know, to be able to come up, go to school, play in bands, and you know, really just experience uh, a new town. So and you, part of it's wanting to get out. You know. Sarasota, yeah, Sarasota as well. You know. So was so. school more important or was music more important it for was, the real? It was equal because I went I moved up here to take school to take school seriously. Right. You know? So but at the same time, like I I've I love playing in bands and, yeah. and I love music. So that was also something that I wanted to do and I you know, obviously we pursued it pretty actively. It was never like, um, yeah, I'm gonna do this band thing, you know, and because um, there was a lot of stuff we took pretty seriously and, and yeah, you know, kind of did our did the stuff we you know try to you know make it or do do yeah, stuff yeah. with some of the stuff we're doing. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was kind of equal. I would say it was sort of equally balanced because I always, you know, like I always kind of took both pretty seriously. Okay, and so, so the school part was something. Was there? Did you have? Did you already have a plan for after school? Like, did you? Did you have or? Have any idea of what maybe you'd want to do after school before you even moved up to Gainesville? Then no. Like, no. So no you idea. just knew you wanted to go to school, experience college. Did you want to go to college to experience college, um, or did you want to go to college bit. to really get the fucking book down and fucking? You know what I mean? Yeah, because I probably spent half most of my time playing in bands and right. You know, I mean, so I, it was I, just I, more of the. It was. It was. The education uh, was. Secondary. The education was priority because I wanted to better myself, my skills, my knowledge set okay. to move on and make for a better life for right. myself. But at the same, same time, time, I did want to experience college. Um, but so it was like a three-way was, priority. Yeah, though, like almost. I wanted to play in bands and I wanted to accomplish, do well in school, yeah. and you know, and and kind of figure out what I wanted to do. Yeah, you know? yeah. So. Yeah, it was, and a, so it was the, like a trifecta. So what was the, uh, where, so where was the first place you lived in Gainesville? What was the first? Stone Ridge Apartments. Stone Ridge. Yeah, with Michelle. Okay. Um, well, now Michelle Arnold. Michelle Farmer. <laughs> and uh, Shout out. fellow Sarasotan, yeah. Um, yeah, we, you know, it was just kind of like, you know, you the first year I think up here when you you know, you're just trying to figure it out. You really don't know that, 
hey, it's kind of far out to live over here. You should try to live like a little bit closer. Yeah, to this. a little closer to downtown, and you know. Well, far stuff. for Gainesville. I mean, yeah. we'll, we'll walk twenty miles in New York in a day, but won't do two miles in Gainesville yeah, for some right? reason. It's funny. <laughs> it's fucking stupid. <laughs> But yeah, so that was that was cool. That was a you know the first the first year in like that kind of apartment situation, and then it was like the Animal House was the next move <laughs> with like all the other Sarasotans, Tim Wilson and Justin Arnold, Eric Yearwood, hi guys, Duggan, hi know, to Juan, all of you. Juan hopefully you'll hopefully you'll actually probably listen to this one podcast out of all <laughs> of the ones that I have because Brad's on it. Yeah. Yeah, and, when, and Juan Fernandez, who was my bandmate in Juan. Half Inch Holiday, yeah, and yeah. then he was bassist, and then also uh, Brimus. Yeah. So, <laughs> Grimace. So, uh, so then, how did you get to start to play music in Gainesville then? Um, I think it was, you know, I was working with Tom at Flavors Cafe. And uh, salad place, right? Yeah, like the salad sandwiches. Yeah, Ebony worked there. In the Mike and and mm -hmm. Katie. Yeah, Kirkpatrick. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. I mean, they pretty much, you know, (laughs) said you know had an opportunity there, so that's where I worked. And that was a good place for free uh, food. Yeah, Tom and I rocked out a little bit. (laughs) Free salad. Yeah, that's why I went out of business too. Yeah, exactly. We were really so much food went out of that store. Jeez. Yeah, I feel like bad. bags. Don't yeah. feel bad. People well, you make know. stupid mistakes and hire stupid people that do stupid things. It's a life lesson. <laughs> no, it's no seriously, it's a life lesson. You know? Well, like, part of it is, if you own a business, you really need to be involved in your business. Yeah, you can't be Because fucking... it's just things happen. You're not able to really manage and control yeah, effectively. You can, yeah. And if you want to be a, should be fired or yeah. what. You if know, you want to be like, a business owner, you have to be like the Max Drive-Thru dude. You have to be yeah. there all day, every day. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's how you have a very good business. Well, until like, you, you have to work. Yeah. Well, no, dude. No, not even, team, not even until you, you have still a good need team. To be a, no, they I mean, have never <coughs> left that restaurant. They, they never, they're there every day that those other people are there working. Mm-hmm. And that, that's why that business has done better than any other business around there for the past 30 years now. Mm-hmm. You need yeah. to be there every day. You ne- mm-hmm. you can't... I was talking to some old dudes in some diners up in New York. Yeah, yeah. And they're like, you can't ever leave. <laughs> if you want to it's do... It's torture. <laughs> no, you have to. If you leave, yeah, it, yeah. you can't... You Even if you think you can trust people, you can't. Because... Mm-hmm. Trusting people, listen, this is, because to me, this is trust people. When you don't have to put up video cameras when you're not there. That's trusting people. Mm-hmm. If you can hire people that you can trust enough that you don't have to put up video cameras, yeah, that's awesome. Well, that's But nobody not, ever that, trusts anybody. No, there's not a business owner yeah, that I've met that, that does that because they don't trust you completely. Yeah, but the thing is, is you know, and you, people don't like to not be trusted. Yes, but <laughs> that's know. a very normal thing. That's a normal thing for human beings. If you don't trust people naturally, <coughs> especially when you're a business, it owner, depends on the business model. Because I think there's a lot of in the past 10, 20 years, the, the there's there's an evolution of business management and that that can work. But you know, traditionally, like these, the uh, not there, not there. 
uh, authoritative don't, don't even like, use, management Don't try to use big words I don't understand. Sorry, no, no, I was just... Um, <laughs> you know, some of that stuff doesn't really work. No, and, and right. That's, that's what the result is. You have no, people definitely. that don't respect you. You don't respect them. Yeah. And, um, but yeah, you know, but anyways, the... Flavors. Yeah, so... Wow, that, was, that was kind of the start of it, really, yeah. you know? Um, playing with Tom, and then he's like, hey, you know, my, my roommate, Jay, he's, he's, uh... You know, he's been playing bass, you know, we could, we could jam, and that was really the start of us playing, you yeah. know? Bringing the drums over to the living room of, uh, the, was it the northwest side there? 30, oh yeah, past the 39th Street. Yeah. What was yeah. that? Uh, like, what was that, like 10th Street or something yeah. like that? Yeah, yeah. But, um, yeah, man, that was fun. That was great. That was 1997. 97, 98 in that time. Yeah. Probably, probably 98. And then, and then we played, we, we did stuff, our first band was called Cave and Line. Cave and Line. Uh Uh-huh. Then Someday Soon. Yep. And then I don't know if it was anything else. But that that then, that, did, that get, part of us played for about two or three years. Yeah. And then you started playing in the affect. Well, I started right? doing two two things. I was doing the calling catastrophic with yeah. Jeremy and Tom. Right. You guys started doing that, and then you started doing the, the affect, affect as well. Yeah. The affect. Effect, yeah. And then then we stopped playing for, and so during the affect. Mm-hmm. How long was that band together total amount of time? Really about four years. And yeah. you guys did how many it was, you, how many albums did you guys put out? Did you guys just two, put, two? two records. And yeah. you were they both did you guys put them out or did you guys The first one was Fuel by Ramen. And uh, that was like kind of New Order esque yeah. dance punk pop sort yeah. of stuff and which was unique for that label because it was mostly like kind of punk bands yeah. and um but that was that was awesome. That was like the first kind of uh, larger label experience. Yeah. You know, other than the DC label we did. Yeah. Um, um, and then some tours, and we did some. We did like the Warp tour one yes, summer. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Talk about. Of, so, what was that experience like doing that stuff? That was awesome. That was great. I mean, Hot Water was on the tour that summer, so. The way you was that? That was 98 or 99? Was it 2001? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, wow. Okay. So that was kind of cool, like having some Gainesville dudes on there and, you know, but it was still like, there were bands that we had met or played to shows with that would jump on the tour for three weeks or something or a couple weeks. So, you know, it was like a cool community kind of experience. Traveling Carnival. Yeah, it was, man. It was (laughs) was wild, but... um, what one of your uh, were you guys? Did you guys? Did you ever take pictures and stuff like that? Yeah, then? there should be pictures. You got stuff. I don't know where, but you should find those. We should. Yeah. Uh, you should get those up. We That'd were on be kind the, of neat to see uh, some of those old photos of like the stuff that you were doing back then. Yeah, yeah. You know, punk punkrocks.net was the 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 leader of the guy the group who put on the stage. Yeah, that we were on and. Um, they probably documented that. You know, that was like, gosh, man, around MySpace time. Dude, I've tried to you know. find the video of us doing Rock City at mm-hmm. the, when we won the Warp Tour thing when we got mm. to play the stage with mm-hmm. the Line Six or whatever. Yeah. And 
They don't have it from that, that what was that, 98, I think. Was it ever was? filmed or anything? Yeah, it was filmed. Okay. It's probably like Ernie Ball it's gotta archives, be yeah, like to, on I, a shelf. I, I, would like to, I would like to find it. Yeah, I'd be yeah. kind of curious to see that would be funny. how well you guys look and then see my petrified <laughs> fucking, my petrified ass standing over there so yeah. fucking scared with, I mean, I was... When we started, dude. A little nervous. Oh, dude. Yeah. The first note we played, my body went strict dead cold. Oh, I mean, You're like, like, oh my dead. gosh, this could be our big break. No, oh, no, no. I'm it. dying. Because I was so. I, I was. I, what was the word? I was just. I was in such fear. Yeah. I was just so afraid. Oh. I was so afraid. That yeah. was like one of the scariest experiences that I ever yeah. had in my entire life. And you're life. not playing on your own stuff, you know. Yeah, it was such I mean, a maybe weird your bass, but Yeah, it like, was such a weird for, for 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 me musically being young. Uh-huh. That was a very scary yeah. experience. Yeah, yeah, a little pressure. Even you know? though I was 28, uh-huh. <laughs> you know, like Age-wise, but musically, I was a virgin still, you know, like, I'm just, I'm still a child, you know, Mm -hmm. then, you know, so it was, like, so scary, I would, yeah, dude, that was, I don't know how we got, I don't know how I got through that, because I don't even remember (laughs) any of it, like, I I remember being, it it was, it was, like, not the greatest show, Uh, it was, like, a little rough, you know, yeah, it was so rough, I I think, uh, you know, I know me, too, like, I was playing on a drum set that wasn't set up right, it was, like, kind of awkward, and, didn't sound good. It was like tuned hard. All of our sounds were off. Yeah, and like George was there, and I think he was maybe one of the only few people there too. So there's a there's not, a, there's a few Gainesville people. So we got some like there. good musicians, and you're just like, oh god, this is not great. And uh, you just feel bad because you're playing for you know some friends that some, came out to see you. Some really hungover people <laughs> playing as well. Yeah. Yeah. Oof. Oh man. Yeah. Good times. Yeah. So like I so I'm glad that maybe I'm glad we can't find that. I'm glad that's a good thing. So we don't have to go back to that. So we'll just drop yeah. it and never talk about that again. Yeah. We'll just we'll do what a cat does with the turn of the cat box. We'll just bury it up and forget about it. Bury it, yeah. And then if it becomes overwhelming you just shit on the floor. The floor, yeah. yeah. Just push it down deep, yeah. deep, Way deep, 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 Way deep, deep. What do you think, Barry? Meow. Okay. <laughs> But, okay, so, and then the band that you did with Jeremy was called... Calling Catastrophic. And you guys did that for how long? Uh, not too long. Maybe a year. About that. And that was, like, very DC influence, like, kind of technically progressive, like, kind of indie yeah. rock-ish stuff. Who would you, you who know? would you, who would you compare to closest to what would, like, that was around that time? Um... Man, that's a tough one. You know, you better go move your car real quick so she can get oh, out. shit on a shingle. That's all right. I'll keep talking. Uh, you can go do it. You sure? Yeah, I can, you can keep pause talking. Pause it. No, I'll keep talking. Okay. Excuse me. Let's do one back then. That's all right. Okay. Yeah. always keep talking. <laughs> keep talking. I'm talking because my wife's funny. Jay, uh, by the way. Yes. Um, I'm getting to that point where I may have to leave soon. Okay, we can close it up fast. Well, we can always just, can we pause it and then we can continue on tonight or something? Or, I don't know. Uh, we kind of will have to finish it because it's the way it's set up on the phone. I can't automatically... I I can't pause it. I can pause it, Uh but I can't go back to it, I don't think, after I do it through this part. Oh, really? Yes. 
So when you finish that, sorry, we're gonna get all technical. Um, actually, you bullshit, and I'm gonna yeah, move my car. Do that. Right I'm bullshitting while he's moving the car, guys. He's got a small SUV, and our our driveway is set up. Uh, both Chrissy and I uh, drive Honda Fits, so they're you know they're not very large vehicles. They're taller than they are wide, practically. And so, well, actually, they're about as tall as they are wide. And uh, so they fit in the parking lot or the driveway perfectly. But the SUV that Brad has is like one of those big Volvo SUV, SUVs. Bye. Have fun. Be careful. So she's, uh, the wife's going off to do the pony. And Brad just flew in. And uh, so yes, he parked in the grass, he's coming in. There he is, all right. Woo. How all much right. longer do you have? Uh, um, 10 minutes. That? Okay, that's fine, we're good. I mean, this is gonna be the only time we ever talk. This is just a nice little introduction to Brad yeah. Bullifant. Yeah. You know, we're getting... We can go into the nitty gritty. Yeah, nitty gritty other times. Do part two. We can leave them in suspense. That's what I usually like then, to do. Uh, That's yeah. what I did with Brian. Brian's first one was kind of like a build up, and then this year we did stories, and then you know had some other yeah, conversations. Yeah, so. yeah, because then there was this massive thing that happened right after that show that was so amazing and suspenseful, and, and it kind of changed our lives. But we'll right. have to. No, I'm just kidding. We'll have to go back uh, to that yeah, when it yeah. happens. When next time <laughs> on this that channel. So okay, you did that with Jeremy, Colin Catastrophic, had that band. Mm -hmm. And then I think what a few years later we got back together. Yeah. That was the get down. The get down. So that was awesome. Which really was that, that was uh, five years. What's that? I think we did that band total. I don't don't know if it was that long. I think it was like around two thousand and seven. Through around, not earlier than that. Maybe it was a couple of years. Maybe '06. Really? Yeah, it's like '05ish. Well, I moved to New York in '05, and uh, then I came back down later that year, and then I was in Orlando. So then we started doing it up again. Around then, yeah. Um, so yeah, that would make sense. And then it was really around like. 08, 09. Yeah, so I guess so. Yeah, you know? four or five years. Yeah. We had some, like, off times during there. Yeah. And, you know. But, um, yeah, I, I really enjoyed the get down. I think we were doing some really cool, uh, very unique stuff. Yeah, I do too. And um, we definitely should have kept doing it. Yes. You know. That was, uh, I guess, you know, for me too, that was a point where I was, like, traveling a lot, doing some work that was like keeping me around the country and it was I didn't have that stability. You didn't have that time. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Which is kind of a bummer because I that I, I was like totally my favorite band yeah. up to you know, that that point. Yeah. I mean I like the effect too, but um but the stuff we were doing was just it was really it was I just I loved it. I don't know. It was different. Yeah. 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 If you guys ever hear of the get down and somebody's got something, I don't know. There's some music. We've, we've recorded songs, Joe Joe Simmons. Yeah, and we were. There's probably there's somewhere with, with McGregor and. I mean, there's no there's no album, but I yeah. would I would like to put out. A, we I had an EP. Yeah, we did. Yeah. 
And the really which, cool shirts, which you can with buy. a cool the cool girls version. I mean, you can buy the tasty. you can you can buy the Cave and Line album. Yeah, so. we should try to help help them out and promote that. You know, if you want to hear the first coming together of our of our band, our first band in games, you can buy our songs on Amazon. Yes, buy someday soon. Four, record titled Cave and Line. Which yeah, four was song band. EP. Salem, Winston. Uh, what else was on there? Uh, uh <laughs> I don't know. Just buy it, you know. It's They're awesome. good songs. I listened to them not that long ago. <laughs> we should talk more about all that stuff because there was a lot of good, cool stuff going on with house shows and just the bands in that time. Yeah, that's the I'm stuff sure we can. Yeah, that's the stuff we can yeah. get into next time for sure. Yeah. Totally. I mean, this, like I said, this is just a nice introduction. It's just a little topic. It's a little puff piece, little you know. Piece. We're just, we're just trying to loose, throwing it out there and giving, giving, <laughs> giving everybody just a little intro, giving them a little where uh, you came from musically, mm-hmm. how you got to where you are, you know. Yeah. Through yeah. through the times that you lived in Gainesville and the, and the music that you played, but mm-hmm. man, thanks so much for coming over and thank doing you. this. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. Uh, thank Mr. You for Busy Man, me. and uh, I'll catch you on the next round. Yeah. Okay. All right. Awesome. Thanks. So everybody out there, you guys take care of yourselves. Watch out for one another. Take care of one another. Yes. Love one another. Love one another. If you give a hand, you can. Uh, you guys know all my stuff, all the things that I like to say. And uh, I'm doing this on a Sunday, so I'm going to end it with a nice little positivity. Hashtag tripod. Hashtag, you know, give, give an asshole a chance. <laughs> you all have a great day. Aww. I love you all. Deuces.